Welcome, Ravenites, to Raven's Realm, the gripping podcast where darkness reigns and the secrets thrive. Join our coterie of players as they venture into the captivating world of vampires, The Masquerade. Masterfully crafted by our storyteller, Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. And then meet our players tonight. We have Ryan. Hey, I'm Ryan. And then we have Kai. What's up, gamers? I'm Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and then myself, Dusted. Um, yeah, tonight's uh, we have three brave souls that are poised to face the unknown, each with their unique talents and desires or destinies intertwined. Take it away, Chris. Hey, all right. So, welcome to World of Darkness. Welcome to Vampire the Masquerade. Um, first, a little warning um, this is going to be covering some mature content so if you're not ready for that or you don't want that um go ahead and find one of our other streams or other videos we have lots of good stuff like kids on bikes and DD and uh dungeon world anyway um you are vampires you are arriving in a place off of the coast of washington called ravenswood island and um you are driving across a bridge under the cover of darkness. It is also raining heavily. Um, the visibility is low. So the, would you say that the three of you are traveling together or, or do you want to be traveling separately? You're traveling into the city. Maybe separately, but it, like at the same time. Like in different cars, okay. maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Actually, alright. Uh, this is a mess. I'll back it up a little bit. Let's <laughs> let's go through and uh, <laughs> introduce our characters, because that, that reminded me. We didn't introduce our characters at all. So, let's start with Justin. Um, could you tell us a little bit about Connor and what kind of vehicle he would be driving? So Connor would drive just your like standard kind of crappy teacher car, like a Cavalier or something like uh, just a, a, a very reasonable car to be driving. It's, it gets him to point A to point B, and it's very, very good for him because he's a teacher. Uh, he teaches 12th grade, um, and he is kind of an eccentric of a teacher. He's the type that gets on desk and throws books around and just makes things really interesting when people are learning and that's always been that way even before he turned into a vampire it's just that uh, performance of his and his passion for t history and teaching and students and everything like it, it it comes out of him and so like that's he faced some issues at some point and uh got really hurt or something and then this vampire saved him and because of his performance and how good of a teacher he was she wanted to preserve someone as special as he was at teaching and what clan did he end up being oh uh let me get that real quick pulled up uh, it is the venture clan okay like venture brother <laughs> kai could you tell us a little bit about kavita um, yes, Kavita Anel Hendrith is a interior designer and party planner. Uh, she is 
looks 25 years old, although she is definitely not that age anymore. Um, she is very attracted to beauty and herself and other people, uh, and is very glad that she was preserved in her most beautiful stage of life. She was turned by her gorgeous aunt who works in the same industry as she does. Um, and she does not drive. How dare she would never stoop so low as to be behind the wheel of a car. So she has a driver that is bringing her to her new destination. Perfect. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. Ryan, tell us about Mary. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, Mary uh, now goes by Levana. Uh, she would be driving this beat down uh car that she took from a farm as she's been flooding out west um before coming here to washington state uh and uh she um she wears kind of um modest clothing uh and she's a part of the where is it ravenous clan okay all right, so each of you is going to get a separate uh, contact from somebody that uh, you know named Eugene Blackburn, otherwise known as Beautiful Jean. And I think as one Toreador to another, Eugene is going to take the extra step of actually calling um, Kavita. So, Kavita, okay. your phone begins to ring. Um, and you see that the number on the other line is Eugene. Uh, she will immediately pick up the phone. Um, hello, hey Eugene. There. Hey, Kavita. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay for the circumstances, but... I'm excited to be in a new location. Well, good. Why don't you come find me at the Grand Horizon Hotel? Okay. Um, am I in trouble already? I don't think I've no, done anything. No. <laughs> no. Actually, um, I've been made Keeper of Elysium. So... I will be keeping the peace here at the hotel, and if you come and join me, there shouldn't be any trouble. Okay, perfect. I will. I am glad to do so. I will have my driver bring me to the hotel. All right, I'll see you soon. There's some people here you're going to want to meet. Okay, I hope they are wearing nice clothing. Otherwise, I will not want to look at them. Oh, trust me, if they're meeting me, they will be. Perfect. Uh, oh, it's so good to talk to you, Eugene. You too. I'll see you soon. Okay, and bye. He hangs up. And then Connor and um, Lavana, you both get a separate text message saying, please come meet me at the Grand Horizon Hotel. There is a um, person of interest you will want to meet ASAP. 
Would I um, know who this from? Was uh, it just a random yes, number? you recognize. Yeah, you have Eugene uh, Blackburn as a contact for the city, and um, this may or may not be your only contact, but um, it's definitely a person that you know heading into the city. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, and, I'll make my I'll, way. Okay. And I would uh, also be. I would also know Eugene. Yeah. So you guys know that Eugene is kind of like a, like a diplomat of sorts. Like people see Eugene. People come to the Grand Horizon Hotel in order to, basically, be on neutral ground. So what he mentioned in that conversation, Elysium. Elysium is like a, like a parlay between different vampires where basically you can go and whatever else what other other drama might be going on it doesn't matter you have to put it aside and be peaceful at elysium so that's kind of the spot where every it's like it's like neutral ground or no man's land okay um, and you know that eugene is like a a person of interest of yours okay so i would just text back understood eugene i value you and your discretions and your meaningful our meaningful connection. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, text anything back. I would just like the message. Okay. Oh man, left it on red. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so as your individual vehicles pull into downtown, you see that the city is basically shrouded in darkness as the uh, rain begins to. Uh, pour harder almost announcing your arrival um, and under the cover of darkness you make your way into the city and into the the core of downtown and once you turn down a certain side street you notice a very old-fashioned hotel that that rises up into the night and it's this old building it's like a kind of tannish reddish brick looks like it's built a long time ago and doesn't necessarily belong downtown but um maybe through some historical preservation or something like that it's managed to stay intact um strangely enough to you it doesn't look like there's very many people coming and going to the hotel like people aren't going on vacation and checking in there they seem to be it seems to be almost deserted looking the front door is lit by some dim lights above, but there's not really anything else going on. The three of your vehicles arrive almost simultaneously. Do you park them out front or do you park them somewhere else? I would know that this place is pretty chill for vampires, right? Like, I'm not yeah. trying to play it, like, on the DL with everything. There's not, like, the secret society that you have to do some secret garage to get into or anything. Right. Okay. Then, yeah, I would just park over, like, probably right next to the handicap parking. Up front. Okay. Usually where guests, you know, check in, but not, like, under the drive port, but the little side parking spots. All right. What about the rest of you? Um, I think Evita would have her driver drop her off and then kind of like circle around and just wait for her to text to pick her back up when she needs him. Okay. Um, he tips his hat to you. 
Levana would find like um, a, an alleyway about two blocks away, uh, park there, and then just walk. Okay. So a few minutes pass, and you walk in the rain, and then you arrive soaking wet to the front doors. <laughs> um, the three of you see each other when you're arriving towards the front door. Do you acknowledge this or say anything? Do we know of each other or are we just like totally different clans, totally different everything? I know we get to decide that. But... Yeah, you tell me. Like, do the clans ever meet up? Are there ever like mass meetups with everybody or is it always just very clan heavy? Usually in places like this, yeah, you would you would see other kindred. Well, I think as a, a charismatic fellow myself, that I would probably know a lot of the people that are in every clan. Just because I got that charisma thing. Okay. And teacher thing. So, you know, you tie, throw those in there. I'm sure I know y'all somehow. Yeah, I feel like Kavita may have seen them in passing, but if they didn't have any benefit for her to rise through the ranks she wouldn't have remembered their names or faces um, maybe she remembered their names but probably not the faces of the people unless they came to one of her parties and she greeted them like a game recognizes game kind of thing hmm. yeah um, I, I would say uh, Levana wouldn't be very uh, outgoing at these these gatherings so she doesn't like look to get to know people so she probably doesn't know them but if she definitely knows their like names or heard of them because it seems like okay. the other two are very charismatic so as I'm walking up I'm like oh uh, hello Kavita you look as beautiful as ever uh, well thank you and um, what is your name again uh Levana uh, uh yes Levana Velter uh yes that that is correct Nice to see you again. Um, are you also new to Z City? Um, yes, yes, yes. I've just arrived. Ah, me as me as well. I got a um a message from Eugene. Uh, I feel like many people know him. Uh, to meet him at this hotel. Are you? That's what I got as well. Perfect. Maybe I, I we can help head up over together. here. Y'all were had some kind of message sent to y'all. Oh, yes, I got a phone call. Yeah, I got one from Eugene. How about y'all? Uh, just a text. Yeah, I got... Well, I didn't get a call. I got a text, too. But I definitely got contacted, just like y'all. Y'all want to go in together? Um, um... Sure. Sure. Yeah, all right. By the way, in case y'all don't remember, uh, my name is Connor, but my students call me Mr. Fitzgerald or Mr. F., Mr. F. Okay. Can we do the, the uh, Wizard of Oz lock arms walk in? <laughs> Absolutely not. Kavita <laughs> will not touch you. <laughs> Alright, so you make your way inside of the building. The first thing that you notice is that the um, even the interior of the building is kind of dimly lit. And there appears to be a 
single employee behind a desk in the center of the room and then there is a basically a left entrance and a right entrance leading to some other part of the hotel and um, the left entrance is a set of stairs and the right entrance is a wider doorway that um, it seems to have some kind of nethered in there and me and just that he is actually a vampire at first uh, first uh, appearance so he comes striding over to you and he's smiling and uh, he greets you all with his arms out and he's just like oh you all made it at the same time that is so wonderful uh, yes uh, do you have a towel does this please have towels of course I have a towel here um he snaps at the employee that's at the, at the desk and the employee kind of like jumps to his feet see him run to a closet get one of the uh, spare towels and hand it over to you the employee looks very nervous he looks like a young man and um he doesn't strike you as kindred oh um thank you uh i'm gonna tip him like two bucks oh thanks he looks at you and he flashes you like it and his eyes are like um kind of a flash of fear when he sees you but then he kind of gathers himself and and then goes back behind the desk um eugene why do you yes my love why are there normals normal people working at this hotel oh um Yes, they're easier to control. I see wits, but I don't see investigation. Oh. Under skills on the yeah, right. Yeah, I see it. So um, I just, so do I click the little uh, diamond on both of those? Click um, investigation. And then, let's see. Oh, with the second oh, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, You're okay. right. The diamond. And then click the intelligence as the second attribute. Right. Or wits as the second attribute got it and then no pull size modifier just send it through no and um difficulty difficulty is going to be I'm actually gonna go with moderate on this one first roll yeah first roll uh, oh, three nice. Passes. Three of three. Nice. You know immediately that he's not somebody that's supposed to belong there. And you're pretty sure that you've seen him in another place. Not working at the hotel. I've seen this fellow before. Do you know who he is, Eugene? Do you know where you got him from? Um, or they got him from? Wait, is he is he, is he like the hotel and... person, or is he just yeah. there? Okay. I thought he. Uh... Who are you? He points to the employee who's just standing there <laughs> being talked about, <laughs> and he says, "I'm I'm Thomas. Don't you remember you hired me from a temp agency?" That may, mm. that might be why you've seen me before. 
Oh, you should never hire from a temp agency. It's lazy work. Um, what, what, what does well. that mean? Like, it's like temporary work? Like, yes. you can't fuse your role normally, so you, like, go to a company and they send you someone to, like, work until you can find someone permanent to work. Oh. I see. Strange. Well, that is noted. Anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, Eugene. Good to see you. I trust hey. all is well. Good to see you as well. I couldn't be better myself. Um, right. Listen, this meeting is a little different. We have um, a representative here from the Anarch faction. His name is Paul Trevino, and um, he's somebody that you might want to introduce yourself to if you feel like it. Um, again, I need to remind you, this is Elysium, so there should be no trouble here. I trust you three not to make any trouble. But besides that, Paul, Tre Paul Trevino is here. He's representing the Anarchs. But you are probably going to want to concern yourself most with Anna Archer. I don't recall whether or not you... Um, side with the Camarilla or the Anarchs, but either way, if I were you, and I'm not, I'm beautiful, Gene. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would talk to Anna first, but you're all individuals, it's up to you. There are a few other people around, but don't concern yourselves with them. Um, I would just make sure that you talk to either one of those if you are going to um, stay here very long. I don't know if you are aware, but it's important to introduce yourselves to the chain of command, if you will. Well, thank you, you for the yeah, thank you, Eugene, for the information. Um seeing maybe you could introduce us oh i would love to do that excellent um would you rather meet anna first or paul first i mean you recommended anna for a reason i assume yes but you're individuals your fate is your own i have no desire to Meadow with this Anarch business, I would be happy to talk to Anna. Ah, I see. Well, just between me and you, I happen to agree. I think that Anarchs are destined to be driven out from the island. Anyway, let's not worry about that in Elysium. Shall we proceed inside? Indeed. Sure. Shall. <laughs> He leads you all in, and you find yourselves in a beautiful, uh, decadent uh, ballroom area that is set up um, normally for people to have dances and things like that. But there are people that are kind of just gathered around in different areas of the room. It's a very large room with um, wood floors, low lighting, um, like Victorian style of furniture. And... Um, 
You see there's a few interesting people. There's like about 10 to 12 different people standing around talking to each other. You can hear their light chatter going, scattering throughout the room. And in the top right side of the room, there's a woman who is um, very mysterious looking. She looks uh, very striking, strong. Um, her eyes are very piercing and she looks very um, severe. Um, she's slightly muscular um, and her hair is uh, trimmed short. And uh, she's wearing a pair of sunglasses and a nice, um, like, business suit, like a women woman's business suit, and um, which is also all black. And uh, she's just kind of talking to another person, and you can tell that the other person is kind of listening to what she's saying, but getting very, um, like, concerned about what she's saying, like they're kind of having a little bit of a tiff. And um, Eugene kind of walks over with you three trailing behind. And he, and he says, Anna, Anna, I hope I'm not interrupting, but um, there's three of, three of my new friends that you'd like to, that would like to meet you. And um, I'd like to set up a little uh, meeting between you three. So here they all are. Can Kavita tell what brand of a suit that she's wearing? Uh, let's go with Gucci. Okay. <laughs> it's It strikes you as a Gucci suit. Okay. Kavita <laughs> will walk up and, like, uh, tip her head slightly and then grab her hand to kiss it and say, It is so lovely to meet you. Uh, I am Kavita. Uh, my friend Eugene uh, has done an incredible job of introducing us, but I would love to get to know you. Ah, Kavita, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. You are quite beautiful. Ah, uh, why thank you, and your Gucci suit is quite a marvel itself. I'm <laughs> glad you noticed that. Mm -hmm. She kind of ruffles her suit a little bit. Tell me, who are your friends? Well, good uh, evening. I... Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, you absolutely, okay. go ahead and introduce yourselves. We well, just good met. Evening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. I don't really know them all that well. I know who they are. But anyway, um, we've all heard intriguing things about you and your perspectives, and we'd be interested in hearing a little bit more. But first, meet Levana. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, my name is Levana. Uh, I, I don't know these two very well. We just met outside uh, in, the, in the rain. I'm sorry for being wet, and I'll just like follow um follow uh kavita's lead and just mimic what she did and kissing the hand and such but um it's a bit sloppy <laughs> oh levana <laughs> <laughs> vampire kiss <laughs> uh yeah yes if you don't what... mind me asking why do you seem to be on edge I'm just not comfortable in social situations with others like us. I'm all uh, this is all new to me. Um. Hmm. How recently were you embraced? Uh, 
Barry, um, in the last year. I see. Who is your sire? Um, a family friend. Did this friend have permission to make you? I would assume so. I would assume so and hope so as well. Uh, would would it be bad if he, he didn't? Would I not oh, be allowed You here? don't know what the traditions are. Uh, yes, no, as it I... would be bad. Oh, well, um, um, I'll ask him. That's okay. I have ways of finding out. Oh, of course, you are a very powerful woman. From what we've heard. Yes, I am, if I don't say so myself. But let's move on to you three. What brings you here? Well, you see, Eugene gave us all a message, a shout out in one way or another, and we are all just trying to figure out what he's talking about. He said he ne we needed to meet you, and we're not exactly sure the reason why, but we are definitely interested, and that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. That's because Eugene is a smart man. Eugene knows that you need to meet me in order to meet the prince. For I am the sheriff of Ravenwood. But if that title doesn't mean anything to you, that's okay. You'll you'll learn soon enough. It's my job to enforce our six traditions. And um, if you don't have anyone to teach you these things, I can help you. But anyway, Eugene knows. Be really appreciated. Yeah. Really appreciated. Okay. Yeah, I got turned by uh, my sire's Victoria Sinclair. Have you heard of her? I'm not familiar, but you you see her uh, face like she's making a mental note of your sires and like remembering their names. Um, but she says, eventually we need to set up a meeting with uh, the prince. Does that sound good to you? Absolutely. Uh, what would be the meeting, the purpose of the meeting of the prince? But this is their domain, and we are new, and therefore we must pay our respects, as if to show that we are not. Uh, how do you say? Interfering on and their terrain. We are simply visitors and guests in their principality. Uh, so it's a formality thing. Yes. Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, well, excellent. I'd love to meet the prince then. Um, yeah. The prince, um, you can find in the chase tower. You go to the chase tower and ask for Hazel Miles. You should be able to find her. And he also if... mentioned uh, we should speak with uh, God, what was his name? Damn it, I just had it. Sorry to interrupt and Paul. not even have Paul. 
Paul, Paul Trevino. Yeah. yeah. You are welcome to introduce yourselves, but I think that you are better off not saying anything to Paul. And I must remind you and myself, and myself, this is Elysium, so we can't be starting any trouble in here. But they are from a rival uh, faction called the Anarchs. And we don't want to associate ourselves too much with the Anarchs. Because we don't agree with what they're trying to do. But there is a... There's an important reason why Paul is here. Um, trying to meet with us. And what could that possibly be? Well, we are... She stops herself from saying anything for a second, and you see her kind of thinking. I think maybe Hazel better explain it to you. I hope you understand. Um, knowledge is kind of... Well, knowledge is power, right? I can't tell you everything. Of course. If Hazel chooses to... Yes, I'm glad. Um, does Paul have a, a position of power like you do? Yeah, Paul is my equivalent in their Anarch structure, mm. if you want to call it that. He's called a Reeve. But it's unfortunate that uh, they would even be here, if you ask me. <laughs> And uh, as soon as she says that, the employee that was at the front counter um, comes Tom? bumbling over to, yeah, Thomas, <laughs> he comes bumbling over to the three of you, and then he knocks himself into Levana on accident. And he has a, um, a drink that he's holding, like a big glass of, uh, let's say, red wine. <laughs> And and spills it in Lavana's direction. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm How sorry. How dare you? Whoa! Uh, no, Lavana, why are you apologizing oh, yeah. to this human? He has touched you. He has spilled a drink on you, and he is in this space as a bumbling fool. This is not okay. You do not need to apologize. He's need to apologize immediately and leave. Well, hold on, real quick, real quick. <laughs> Bring it back. Tone it down to about three. We're right now to ten. <laughs> And then take a breath. Why would I turn it down? This bumbling idiot who has no reason to be in this space is touching us. It's like you forgot they're a human. Yes. And what are they they're blood bags? Why is this blood bag touching us? Errors and dropping things. They're the clumsiest bunch of them all. And they should learn He's... not to do those things. What what is uh what you is see another uh, what is Thomas? Yeah, what what is his look on his face as he spills it in my lap? Uh, he he looks frightened and um, nervous and just generally bumbling. And then as soon as he starts to try to clean up the drink, you notice that there is another employee in a similar red uniform who comes in and it's like trying to help Thomas clean the mess. And they're both just like, oh, God, 
So sorry, so sorry. And um, the second one that comes in, um, Levana, you notice that he's trying to... He's trying to, like, basically pickpocket you. Like, you you definitely feel him... Like, he's, he's pretending to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's trying to grab something out of your pocket. Um, would I have anything important? I feel like uh, Levana would be very little. I mean, maybe the most expensive thing that you'd have would be a, a flip phone. And that's what he's going for. He's trying right. to grab your phone. Uh, I'll catching this. Um, I'm just gonna look at, at him. Uh, and just try to get a get a read on him and try to memorize his face. Okay. Um, could you roll a Sorry, it's gonna take me a while to get used to all the different skills. Um I would say wits plus um Well, maybe, okay, let's go with streetwise plus composure to resist being streetwise. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if that makes sense. I need a second attribute, which would be composure. Click submit pool size modifier, just zero? Yeah. Okay. And difficulty? Uh, one. Okay. Uh, two out of one. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you definitely notice him trying to obviously grab your phone, and you have a clear advantage towards pulling away and preventing him from trying to grab it. You say anything? Um, no, I'll just let him grab it, and I'll deal with that later. Does Kavita, okay. does Kavita see this? Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Can I, He's did a really can, bad job. Can she <laughs> use compel? Yeah. Okay. Um, should I say what she's the command will be before I roll it after? Let's go with after. Okay. So it's my charisma plus dominance versus their intelligence plus resolve. Okay. I don't know how to roll this. Oh. Charisma is a skill. Okay. It, um... What's the difficulty? Um... One. I got a four and a one. Nice. Um, so... <laughs> no, well, you know, you got two successes. Yes. And, Ooh, um... Natural. I'm trying to remember, does that one... That one costs... Is it free? Or does it free, say you need yeah. to make a browse check? Okay. 
What what is your command? Tell us all what you are doing right now. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be gathering as much information as possible. My name is Greg. The one who <laughs> the one who was trying to steal the phone uh, immediately stands up and he's the one who who gets dominated. Okay. Information for who? Hmm. Liam. Liam Westwood, our commander. Uh, Kavita will turn to Anna Archer and see if she recognizes that name. Her eyebrows are definitely going up. She's like, what? looking at this, like, what the hell? And uh, she looks nervous, but she's shaking her head. And then, and then she says, well, you two need to leave. Command them to leave. Leave. I'm, uh, I'll, does he have my phone? I'll, I'll grab it if he does. He, he is holding it, but he didn't pocket it yet, so you can uh, just grab I'll it just, back. I'll just take it out of his hand. Okay. Uh, you see the employees, like, kind of just basically running for the door, and then they run out the front door. Do you, any of you intercept them or try to do anything, or you let them go for now? I was thinking about following them to just see where they go into the parking lot after they've been compelled and they're no longer under compulsion. Is that the word? Okay. Um, so you, yeah, you definitely follow them out. They get out the front door and then they step out into the rain and then you, they're kind of like huffing and puffing. And then they look back and they look frightened and you see one of them pull out his own cell phone. And then they try to duck into the alley. Do you you follow them there? Yeah, I sneakily, just kind of curiously see what they're up to. So I follow okay. them to see what they do. Uh, just hold on, you guys. I'll be right back. I'm going to see what this is about. Roll a... Stealth plus... Dexterity. Okay, and what's the pool size modifier? Zero. Okay, and difficulty? It's going to be one. Okay. I think I got a pass on there. One success. Um, all right. So you kind of duck into the alley, but you manage to m remain unseen. And then the two slip away and they start to get into a car that is uh, parked in the alleyway. But before that, one of them, one of them gets into the passenger side and then the uh -huh. other one like kind of steps to the side in order to open up his phone and make a phone call. And then you hear him talking kind of quietly, but you manage to hear him talking about 
Camarilla is here, Anarchs are here, uh, meeting about something important, some new threat. Uh, what should we do? How do we proceed from here? And um, one of one of the things one of the things that he says that catches your notice is how how do we best attack from here? What's what's our plan of attack? And then he uh, steps into the car and begins to drive away. Uh, can I take note of the license plate? Yeah, you can. Okay. Do I need it's to roll anything to see B... it? No, you just see it. B two five X seven two. Is that enough numbers? That, that, Is that it a six? Enough. It works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I kind of I see that I heard it all. And I come back to the group. And I take note of it, and I don't really explain it to y'all yet, because I don't really know y'all. Unless y'all ask. Unless you ask, and then I'll totally say something. But otherwise, I'll just kind of be like, okay, let's go see that, uh, whatever commander guy. Not commander, uh, what is it? Uh, you you said the the car was in an alleyway? Yeah. Uh, How many blocks down was it? It's parked like right next to the hotel. Oh, okay. I, I just parked two blocks away, so it oh, sounded okay. like it could have been my car. <laughs> Is what I'll uh, I'll Connor. Huh. Uh, perhaps. What did your car look like, or what was your license plate? Because I got this car's license plate. Um, it, it was it wasn't that that one. Oh, okay. I, okay. I think it, it's not my car. Um. I uh, took it off of a farm when I was uh, in uh, Idaho. Neat. Got all kinds of little mysteries about you. <laughs> um, I, I guess the the car that you saw was a Crown Victoria. Is that a nice car? Mm, kind of. I should mention, though, that the guys were talking something about an attack happening here, and they mentioned our several different of our groups. This is me talking in front of Anna and y'all two, um, Lavana and Kaivela, Kaivita. Um, this is me just talking to y'all three, um, explaining. They were talking about attacking and some kind of, like, I don't know. They're they're looking to attack a, a something around here, and how do they handle it? And then they just kind of drove off. So that should be noted. Maybe up our security or presence. Uh, we we should be safe here, right? It's uh, the AE Ellipsium, the Clipsium, whatever. Is the is the Elysium only for come and gone between? Anarchs and... Uh, kind, or is it for all within the city? Because I was going to rip his head off, but I thought that would be not a good introduction to the city. It's... It's fine to... To feed... Uh, this is... This is Anna. Um, she looks kind of... She looks very upset. And then she calls Eugene over. She's like, Eugene! What's the meaning of this? Why were they here? 
when you see them kind of getting into uh, like a little bit of an argument uh as I mean, they're arguing i'm just gonna slip away to the restroom okay anything you'd like to do there? oh um oh. yeah as i'm i'm not actually going to the restroom i'm actually gonna try to go behind the front yeah. desk okay um but i'll say i'm going to the restroom uh and uh i would like to um like move and stay hidden okay so you're actively trying to hide uh yeah 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 just trying to not raise any eyebrows give me a uh, stealth plus uh dexterity please all right and difficulty is going to be one. By the way, if you, on that pool size modifier, you can, um, you can add one if you would like to do a rouse check. Oh, uh, but rouse check, um, mm. potentially increases your hunger. Hmm. Okay. I probably should have told you guys at the beginning of the session, but if you feel like doing something, it's called, um, what is it called? Rousing the blood to give yourself a blood surge. You can, that's what that pool size mod modifier is. It keeps asking you that. Mm -hmm. So you, if you want to add one, if you feel like you really want to risk doing the rouse check, you can do that that way if you'd like to. Got you. Anyway, you're hiding? Um, yeah, uh, and I guess I should have said that I wanted to use something, but it's fine. I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll just hide normally, I guess. I don't feel too threatened here. Uh, and, like, go behind the front desk and just see if I can find any of Thomas's things. He left in a hurry. Maybe he left something behind, is what I think. Yeah. Um, go ahead and... Well, I won't make you roll. Since since they left in a hurry, I'll I'll tell you that you notice it like a yellow legal pad, and the legal pad has like a bunch of notes scribbled down, information about Eugene, information about Anna and Paul, what the different um, clans are, what the different uh, factions are, why they're meeting here today. Uh, yeah, I'll and, uh. Can I can I hide it anywhere on my person? Like, can I fold it up or is yeah, it like a big? Yeah, you can okay. definitely rip off the top page and fold it up. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just one page. It's like a summary notes. But you do notice that um, on at the, at the very bottom it says reason for meeting and it says arrival of Ruby question mark and you're not sure what that means. Yeah, I'll just I just like to point that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I don't know what it means. Uh, so I'll, I'll, and I'm one of them. So I'll just rip the note off and put it in my pocket, and uh, I'll wait for an opportunity uh, to bring it to the others. I don't really want to tell Anna or uh, G yet, so I'll just come back. Okay. Hopefully, their arguments over. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, right yeah. but you do notice that after you left it seemed like uh and connor and kavita you notice this too like the meeting is basically wrapping up like people are leaving because they're upset about those two 
weirdos. Understandably, this is our safe place. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll find uh, Kavita and, and Connor then. Like, oh, hey, back from the restroom. Oh, hey, you were gone a little bit. Um, Levana, I have a question for you. They said they were getting information in general. I'm just wondering why they wanted your phone in particular. There are a lot of people here, but they seem to want your phone specifically. Do you, and you seem to let them get it. Is that... Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm not one for confrontation, so I was just gonna find him later, um, and then get it from him, um, but I have, I have no idea, I don't, this phone is, I pocketed it from someone along my journey here, and, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's not really mine, but I, I don't know if there's anything important on it, I've been through it a bit, uh, I'm gonna, like, open it up, flip through it, is there anything that I find that they might have wanted I, I just have a few numbers um i don't know why they were wanting my phone there's nothing in your phone that indicates that there's something in particular that they're looking for it's all the stuff that you're used to like it's all all your contacts and stuff like that yeah it, and i'll like show them nothing important here uh hmm. That was very weird. Um, maybe we should go to this um, Hazel Myers. So we, I guess we have information to tell now, and we should give our respects to Zipant. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Um, is yeah, is it like a, a bit uh, private for me to bring up the the note that I found? Uh, I can call my driver, and we can get in the car to the. Chase Tower also, and we can talk in Tika. He oh, yeah, is very yeah. discreet. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm down. That sounds great. I've never been driven before. Oh, it is well, a very nice car. It's a Rolls Royce, so oh. uh, bring the oh. tower with you just so you don't get the seats wet because you are in the rain. But otherwise, it should be fine. Uh, yeah, I'll get a I'll get a dry one um, from that closet, and I'll I'll get like five towels. I'll come out with. <laughs> And he doesn't mind driving us back? Oh, no. He is my driver. He drives around. That is his job. That's impressive. I like that. I text right, my so driver. You... <laughs> okay. It's, it doesn't take very long for the driver, who's probably waiting around the corner, to just arrive at the front of the hotel. With your beautiful Rolls Royce. Um, while we're waiting, and... I'll uh, quickly wrap my each of my limbs up with a towel and then my chest. I'm okay. Fully <laughs> Can I introduce myself to the driver real quick? <laughs> sure. Um, Henry, these are the two people I met today. They are getting a Zika. We are going to the chest tower. Um, you can say hello if you want to. Hey, Henry. Uh, hello. Uh, hey. Hey, oh, just seeing, maybe I could get your number, so in case something else, like, we just had happen, happen, I could, like, call you and you could, like, help us. Oh. Chase down people, you know, exciting things. It depends on what Mrs. Kavita thinks about that. Um, if I am not using the car and these people need the car, that is completely fine. Just sit on a towel if I am not around to inspect your clothing. 
Okay. Well, as long as Kavita is paying... Oh, sorry. Mrs. Kavita is paying me. I'll drive you around, too. You know, Henry, I have never not paid you. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know about these other two. Are you guys going to stand out in the rain? Oh, yeah, get, yes, right. get in the car. Get yeah. in the car. Kavita, I didn't like a bring meat. a towel. I didn't steal one from the hotel. Do you happen to have one? Uh, yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think we are? Middle are class? No. Can you describe this towel for me? Uh, is it yes. <laughs> this towel is its a midnight blue towel that has her initials engraved in it. So it's, it has K... Uh, E on it, and it also has like a little insignia on it. She's not from a royal family, but she made her own <laughs> insignia like her own to right. go on her clothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're like very plush. Like they're the most comfortable towel you ever have. Um, and you can clearly tell that like she never reuses a towel. She just throws it away and gets a new one as soon as someone touches it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like crest clean or whatever, whatever. It's like really stiff whenever you yep. have a broken them in. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So Cotter takes one, sits in the side of the, the left seat, I guess, of the... It's a Rolls Royce, so I guess he lets us in. And I would sit in first from whatever side he lets us in from. I'll sit in the okay. middle. Because it's too wood, you know, it's yeah. great. Oh, no, I need to sit in the middle. There are six seats in the car, it's fine. Uh, okay. Um... I'll sit in the back. He has it all. He has it all climate controlled in there, and there's like classical music playing. It's the most comfortable experience of your life. <laughs> um, this so then blows he says, my cavalier, cavalier away. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Well, where are we going, Mrs. Cavita? Uh, we are going to the um, the Chase Tower. I'm not sure where it is, but it should be on this GPS. I assume it's somewhere downtown." Yeah, I'll plug it in. So uh, then, um... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, like, yeah, while he's driving, I'll pull out the note and say, Oh, yeah, I found this um, behind the front desk. Um, it, it's, it has some notes about Anna and Paul. We, we, we didn't get to meet him, of course, but... Um, it seems like someone that was just, like, doing re reconnaissance on the meeting. Um, something about Ruby. Uh, and I'll, like, let them see it. Huh. This is why you never hire temp workers. You need to vet them with multiple background checks. These temp agencies never know what they are doing. Um, do you know a Ruby? I do know. Any, do any of us know a Ruby? No. Okay. Um. Well, roll. Everybody, roll a. Um. Wits plus aware. No. Yeah. I'll I'll just do. Um. Yeah. Wits plus awareness. What is the difficulty? Right. Um. Difficulty is going to be. Four. Can you hear my dog barking? I was hearing it earlier, but I haven't heard it. No. Oh, I got five out of four. Two tens. Don't know what that it. means. Havana is killing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. 
I was checking to see if any of those were on your hunger dice. Um, you seem to... Levana knows of a rumor about someone from the, um, a clan called Zemichi <laughs> that has been causing trouble. And, uh, she's been recently causing trouble in Seattle. And, um, so you, that name kind of rings a bell. You've heard of somebody named Ruby, who might be Zumichi, causing problems in Seattle. Um, yeah, I, I like tell her, I know of a Ruby, a, a rumored in Seattle when I was passing through, that was causing some trouble, uh, was from the, was it Zumichi? Zumichi. Zumichi. And it's Zemichi. spelled like Tizimisk, so it doesn't help. <laughs> uh yeah from the uh, zumichi clan but uh, they they don't have a, a foothold here do they i, I do not know think so and <clears throat> all three of you when the topic of the zumichi comes up um you know that they by their reputation are like a pretty um sadistic clan you know that they're pretty like kind of chaotic evil so, just the mention of the word Zemichi, you already know, like, it's, it's common knowledge that they're kind of bad business. Well, that is not good news. If the, the, someone from the Zemichi is coming here. Well, it said welcome, Ruby, right? So maybe it's like a, a good thing. No. Oh. I mean, if the other people, the people that were trying to steal your phone or writing about the arrival of this person, they may be, and they said they wanted to attack. This is definitely not a good combination of things. If there is a meeting coming, maybe they are the ones who are attacking, or there is these human people and them. What is going on? We've been here for an hour and a half. It is a lot. Um, yeah, it is, is a bit weird. Um... Did anyone, like, during that meeting mention the Zemichis, or did I hear Ruby as I was, like, walking through? No? No, but you do wonder, you had factions that hate each other getting together to talk about about the arrival of this person. So, oh, I mean, so they were talking, oh, okay. Did, did the paper say welcome, or just arrival? Arrival. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, I I thought it said welcome. Um. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess something's going on. But I'm sure that the the clans they met, they'll be able to handle it. Uh, um. But whoever wrote the note didn't know who Ruby was, so I assume they are not affiliated with Zemichis, or maybe they are. Yeah. That is true, but now that they have this information, and Dimitri may be attacking the Camarilla and the Anarch, if they somehow team together, that would be a bad, bad mm. thing. I see. Would I know, like, a little bit more history about the Zavici, like, what they could have been formally known as, or who they were before they became them, since I'm a history teacher uh. and know history things? 
Yeah, I mean, you know that, well, you know Zemichi have always been Zemichi, and um, that, you know that they have a reputation for um, a practice called skin crafting, where they uh, basically, their power is to um, transform themselves, often hideously. Okay. And um oh, yeah. Funny. Yeah, this <laughs> this clan is something with skin crafting, which is like where they just kind of make themselves uglier. It's uh, interesting. They're very like sharp though. Don't underestimate them. <laughs> that is um that's weird. Yeah, um, I, I, I used to stay away from him. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I also... Uh, I'll, I'll also tell you, Justin, that uh, you know that they are typically associated with a third faction that's not uh, Camarilla or Anarch that are called Sabat. And you know Sabat are also known to be kind of bad. Like, don't care about the rules. Okay, I got it. Vampires, yeah. So they're the Sabbat, like, like, the Jewish Saturday Sabbat. <laughs> no, it has a. Well, I, there are connections, but um, it's a, uh, it's more like. They make a festival out of. <laughs> they make a festival out of like uh, causing suffering, I guess. Okay. Okay. Should we um, bring this to the attention of the prince? Um, I'm sure you might already know these things, so it may not be worth anything to him, but just... I think it would know. be helpful to appear useful in general, so even if they have this information, stating that we are aware of something's going on may be helpful in leveraging our position as new people in this principality. Sounds good to me. Uh, you know, a lot more of this whole uh, world than I do, so. When my aunt, unbeknownst to me until she embraced me, had been in this society for many years, so she taught me some things before I went on my own, got kicked out of my previous principality, and then came here, so, yes. Oh, um, well, that's good. Someone taught you. Uh, yeah. I didn't really have that luxury. Um, that's all right. I'll learn as I go. Um, are we there yet? I'll look at uh, was it what yeah. was his name? Rod Henry. 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 <laughs> oh, that was Hank for some reason. I was <laughs> going with Hank in my head, but it's Henry. No, it's Henry. I wanted him to be a Hank. Henry. So bad, I wanted him to be a Hank. <laughs> Hank isn't proper enough. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> That's what his boys call him whenever he's drinking out in the alley. <laughs> With you, he's Henry. <laughs> as if on cue, as soon as you ask, are we there yet? Uh, Henry hits the brakes and unlocks the door. You seem to be arriving at the chase tower. 
Okay, let's not show up wet. We have umbrellas built into the roadways. So if you just lit under your seat, you will have one. So you oh. will not be wet. Oh, I swear, uh, they've thought wait. of everything. And also, please throw your towels away in the trash can before, like, <laughs> don't leave them in the car. Of course, I uh, wouldn't want to mess up the leather, uh, and I'll, I'll, like, unravel, bundle them up, and... Do I see a trash can? In the car? Or no, outside? outside. Yeah, there's, like, a... a, a sidewalk trash can all right yeah i'll go nice. stuff them in there i pretend to stuff them in there and then actually stuff it into my like s s saddle bag or whatever it's called my little briefcase bag that teachers carry you're staring you're stealing the towels <laughs> from the car you, you have a nice hey, towel. towels they're high quality <laughs> towels guys <laughs> i make teacher buddy this is good stuff <laughs> It digs out the other towel, too. <laughs> <laughs> so you see that uh, the Chase Tower is a massive skyscraper that seems to disappear into the night sky. It's so tall. And when you when you look up at it, you all you see are raindrops coming down and it kind of obscures your vision. It doesn't seem to be even a top to it. It's mainly um, made out of glass and steel. It just has this imposing square presence that just kind of dominates the street. And there's a set of short steps that leads up to the front door. And the front door is made out of this big stone uh, archway. And there's like a set of double glass doors. It does, however, appear to be closed. It's nighttime. So as a chase building, it doesn't seem like it's open. So, um... You see there's no lights on in the first floor. And even if you tried the front door, it seemed like it's locked. Is there a buzzer anywhere? Um, could I also use an, a, an ability here? Yeah. Uh, um, sense the unseen. I can sense okay. presences otherwise hidden from the naked eye. Neat. Yeah. Um, does it have a cost on it? Uh, free. Okay. And then... I should have studied the disciplines, I'm sorry. Um, Under so you aspects. can kind of just tell if somebody is... Yeah, I have it too, it says I mean, you can sense presences otherwise hidden from the naked, naked eye. eye. Yeah. Oh, okay. Obfuscated, kindred, ghost, dormant, blood sorcery... Aspects being used to spy. Um, yeah, so you do notice when you start uh, activating that power, you do notice that there is a person that's sitting uh, behind the desk who is trying to make himself hidden. I'll wave. Inside. <laughs> Hello? He sees you. And also, Kavita, there is a small buzzer on the right side as well, where you can kind of call. Yeah, um, Kavita will press the buzzer. So once you press the buzzer and you wave at him, the combination of these things, the man kind of <laughs> gets up from the counter, or gets up from his desk, and uh, he goes and opens the front door, 
but he doesn't open it for you. He kind of just pops his head out. Um, he's wearing an all-black suit and a black tie. Then he pokes his head out a little bit and he says, "Yes." Um, hello. Chase hello, is closed. You, um, yes, we are not here for Chase. Uh, we are here to see Hazel Myers on the invitation of uh, Anna Archer. Ah, I should have known. Come in. She's in the penthouse. Thank you. He opens up the door and lets you in. Um, thank you. Uh, do you have any towels? <laughs> towels. Yeah, my, my, um, I, I don't want to offend, uh, my shoes are a little wet. I have some printer paper. Um, th- yeah, that's fine. Thank you, though. Uh, and I'll just walk on in. <laughs> All right. Um, so right over there. Uh, the first thing that you notice when you enter the room is that the um, first floor is totally dark. There's like a small little light on at his desk, but everything else is dark to maintain the appearance that it's closed. But there is a set of elevators in the back where the buttons are still glowing, so that's visible to you. And then he kind of just, he when you guys enter, he locks the door again and kind of checks around to see if there's anyone else behind you. Um, and, and then before you guys, sorry, go ahead. Uh, is this like a long room that we're walking like side by side or is it like quick to elevators? Uh, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a long room that oh. has, it's like a big grand entryway. Um, I'll ask him, uh, so, so what's your name? My name, you say? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's okay. If, you know, I, I get oh, your Morgan. Learning. Morgan. Oh. Morgan. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Morgan. Oh, nice to meet you, too. I need to ask you three, all three of you, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Please don't use your cell phone inside this building. In fact, uh, can you turn them off and leave them with me? Um... Sure. Wait, I'll um, turn mine off. I am so sorry. I cannot give you my cell phone. I will happily turn it off, but I have very pers- uh, private and classified information on here that I cannot give. It w- I would be breaking multiple different confidentiality agreements if I had this note on my person. But I will happily turn it off in front of you. I can uh, leave mine with your driver, Hank. Henry. Hank is gone. I'm so sorry. Why not? Oh. Hmm. If you're not comfortable leaving it with me, um, can you give it to Hazel? Well, can okay. So you're yes, saying I will happily security? give it to. I will happily give it to her. I just cannot have it out of my sight. So if I'm in the penthouse with her and I know that my friend is safe with her, then I'm happy happy to do it. Good. I'll give you my phone. I'll hand it. All right. He takes it. And you? I just hand him. Like I hand him like my Nokia, like eighty six ten. Like hmm. here you go. <laughs> I hope you understand. We've a been having accident. some serious security problems. I completely understand. We just saw something crazy happen at the um, Grand Horizon Hotel, so I understand the security concerns. Um, 
but I hope you also understand my own personal security concerns for me, myself, and my clients, so. I understand, but if you don't give it to Hazel, there will be a problem. I am not here to cause problems. Have you three met the prince before? Uh, no, this is no, our first time no. meeting. Yeah, we're all fairly new, it seems like. Oh, good. New in town. Well, you're doing the right thing by introducing yourselves. Go up and, and meet her, and um, just a word of advice. Um, if you are here to try anything, you'll regret it. Good luck. Thank you. He presses the elevator up button for you guys, and then he goes back to his desk. Uh, what, what floor? Are you, is it just the top? Penthouse. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll press the button. <laughs> is this All one right. of those things where we have to get on an elevator to get on an elevator to get to the penthouse? <laughs> no, it just it goes straight to the top. Um, but there is definitely uh, like a minute long it feels like ride where you're just kind of sitting in the elevator <laughs> do uh, you guys was... just ride up or do you say anything that was weird right why no <laughs> cell phones it's a, it just seems like something like government -y, weirdy things that would happen i mean someone just tried to steal uh nevada's cell phone so maybe there's something weird going on with cell phones and information sharing so for real like that's twice that uh Levada also... has almost lost her or has lost her phone almost I also assume they don't want us to be recording conversations or anything so like. But that could get us in like real trouble. I wouldn't mess with that. Yes, of course. But people are stupid. The Anarchs are stupid. They they might. Mm. Those, those humans were stupid. They were in a room full of vampires and they tried to steal. So, lots of weird things are going on. There are. Yeah, it is all a bit strange. So how do we want to approach this when we go see the prince? Bow your head. Um, be very kind. And just know that you are in status much, much below. So much respect must be given. And we are here to pay our respects and not to find information or so. I guess we offer, and if they offer in return, I assume that would be the way that we do. do. I get it. I understand. Sounds good to me. So he's been a prince a long time, probably, huh? Hmm? I'm not sure. You hear this the elevator, elevator is really open. <laughs> right when he was saying that too. That's how life be. Oh well. Uh... There's a ding and the door is open, and then there's a small kind of retaining room, and then there's a set of doors where there's another person, a very similar looking person in another black suit, who's kind of guarding the door, and he notices you when you when you uh, step off the elevator, and. Um, he kind of looks at you for a second, sizes you up, and then doesn't say anything. He just kind of... He knows that if you're up here, then you must be here for a reason. So he just kind of opens the door for you. 
When the door opens, you notice that it's a uh, beautiful, like, uh, apartment. There's a big living room that opens up, and everything is set with this very um, expensive-looking modern furniture. There's a cool, like, couch and TV set up, and, the, and then basically all of the things that we've, you would find in an apartment, but everything's there in in one kind of room and then everything around there uh, I mean everything around the room like the walls are all glass but you notice that there's these big panels on the top of the glass that looks like they can come up and down so that the, it's basically either completely open or completely shut and there's several people standing around in the room several different kindred you would gather and in the middle of the room talking to everyone is a very peculiar looking woman who is in an all white suit with very pale skin and uh, stark white hair that's kind of cut short in a bob and um, we'll go on a bio break after that hey alright <laughs> do oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. alright be right back BRB Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Vampire the Masquerade. So, the newly formed coterie was arriving in the penthouse to meet a prince named Hazel Miles. They stepped off the elevator and got invited inside of, an, of a uh, lavish modern apartment and noticed that there are several people standing around a central figure that is dressed all in white who also has uh, pale skin and white hair. Uh, she seems to be commanding the room in a way. Everyone is listening to her. Everyone is kind of enraptured in her presence. And um, when you guys step into the room, she takes notice. And um, though she finishes her sentence, um, she still kind of beckons you forward with her hand and kind of watches to see what you'll do. You also notice that standing by her side is Anna, who seems to have arrived a few minutes before you guys. Um, I will uh, immediately bow, like just full on 90 degree <laughs> to the ground. Uh, Connor curtsies like he has a dress, does the whole arms out and everything <laughs> as a sign of respect. Kivita will just like not do as much of... Um... A bow as Le Vanna did, but like a smaller version of a bow. Okay. She she messages for you to come forward. And she seems to be kind of in the living room area. And she's she's standing in the center of it, and there's a kind of a crowd of people that are are looking at what she's doing or listening to her. Um, but as you guys approach, she greets you and says, Hello, what brings you here? Um, we had, uh, first of all, it is so lovely to meet you. Um, we have, we are new to the city and we had talked to Anna prior and she 
had so kindly directed us to where you were so that we could pay our respects to you. Exactly. Uh, um, yes, we uh, hadn't had the pleasure of meeting y'all yet. And and sorry if we're interrupting any uh, meeting that you're having here. We just wanted to um say uh hello. And I'll bow again. She she acknowledges all of the bowing and she smiles. She's says, "Oh yes, Anna mentioned that there are a few meeting people at the meeting who were new to our domain." Um, and you also seem to not be familiar with our traditions. That's the first thing that we should talk about. Are you familiar with the masquerade, at the very least? Uh, I am, yes. Deeply. Very deeply. Uh, okay. yes. Excellent. So you understand that when you hunt and take your victims you are not to do it in such a way that the kind or humans as you might call them will discover them or discover in any way what you are yeah that's the fundamental aspect of our existence um yeah I'm normally i uh, find people who are sleeping so that they don't even know good Well, that's the first and foremost thing. Um, I just wanted to make sure that you knew about that um, before we talked about anything else. Oh, absolutely. It's for our safety and yours both. <laughs> the second thing is that I've heard that you are not sure whether or not you believe in the Camarilla cause or you're considering joining with our enemy. Oh, I, I am perhaps not you... of the people that I have met today, but I have been favored to the Camarilla, uh, as I was taught by my aunt, who embraced me, and I will continue to do so. Um, I see. I uh, haven't decided, but yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I don't see why not. I see. Yeah, from what I've seen of the clan, it seems like y'all are doing pretty good here. I definitely would be interested in looking further into. Oh, I see. Okay. Hmm. Well, I need to hear you say it. You see her eyes kind of light up and she looks uh, kind of strange. She gets a strange look over her face. And um, she looks very intense for a moment. And she says... I need you to swear your loyalty to me or leave before we discuss anything further. Compel me. See what I have to hide. I have nothing to hide. I just don't know y'all that well. But you definitely compel me. You'll see I'm an open book. I've got nothing to hide. There are... This is the only way of unlife, friend. Carrying forward the six traditions is the best way to live. The Anarchs are wrong. The Sabbat is wrong. There's no other way to live. If 
if I'm already a, a part of a, a clan, what would that mean? Uh, well, there's many clans inside of our faction. The faction oh. brings together all oh. the different clans. Yeah. Oh. oh, I was thinking it was just an individual clan that was saying I needed to, uh, yeah, oh. promise myself to. No, I can definitely do that because that's a cause which my clan is part of. I assume y'all's clans are part of. Um. Yeah, do you have anyone a part of the Ravenous clan under your... Um order not many but yes there are a few oh yeah and sure it'd be great to meet others with similar backgrounds as, as i good i'm glad that bit of unpleasantry is over oh but you needed us to say at, at things specifically or is it just yes. okay to say yes we we are totally what would you like us to say and we can work with that <laughs> Tell me now that you pledge your life to the Camarilla and that you intend to carry and enforce the six traditions. Oh, that's a lot of words. Um, I'm going to like <laughs> bow again, like parallel to the ground and, and say say that. Uh, probably like mispronouncing a couple of the words. Um, <laughs> okay. Or like changing out some of the words for something else. Okay. Connor does the same, but make like keeps <laughs> eye contact the whole time and just kind of st not stares or anything rudely, just kind of maintains a respectful eye contact while saying it. Okay. What about Kavita? Kavita was just um, reinstate what she said prior. I have, since I have been in place, dedicated myself in my life to the. Camarilla, I will continue to do so and to uphold the six traditions. Very well. You see the people that are surrounding her uh, all give you like a little applause, a little golf clap. Um, other than Anna, uh, do you recognize anyone from the meeting from earlier? Anyone stand up? Uh, you recognize Eugene. Eugene is there as well. Oh. But he oh, seems to be geez. kind of taking a, a backseat. He's like not really leading this get together does he, the does way he, that he led. Does he still look mad? He looks more like um, concerned. Mm. Like sad and upset more than mad. Ooh, he in trouble. Um, okay, I just wanted to... <laughs> yeah. And um, he beat us to the building from the other building because we went to a second stop between these two, right? Like, um, he was there when we were there, and then he left right when we left? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Like, within minutes. He He's probably only been here for, like, a minute longer than you guys have. Same with Anna. In fact, they probably rode together. Okay. Oh. It was probably all of the towels. That's why they got here earlier. <laughs> we had to deal with the towels in the car. I'll call the house yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll uh, um, your is it Majesty? Like, what, what do I? What am I? I'll like whisper to Vita. What am I supposed to say? What's the title? Prince. She's the prince. Your prince, princeness. Uh, 
<laughs> I have my prince would be fine. Oh, my prince, uh, I found we've we found uh, this note here, and I'll like pull it out. Um, uh, it seems that one of the people who uh, I assume you already know about uh, messed up tonight's uh, festivities. Um, they uh, wrote something. Uh, looks like they were doing some reconnaissance on our great organization, and I'll like walk over, but not like super close like probably like mm -hmm. five feet away fully go into like a a 90 degree bow again with it in my hands <laughs> just out toward her <laughs> when she takes it she takes it like ever so carefully like you can see that even her movements of her hands are like calculated and economical and then she takes the paper and reads it over she raises her eyebrows and hands it over to Anna, who reads it as well. Uh, and, and as she says, "Sorry, go ahead." Uh, as she's reading, I'm like, "I'm so sorry. It's a little damp. You're uh, my prince. Uh, I was wet from the rain." That's understandable. Lavana, was it? Uh, y yes. Let's meet the three of you, um, privately, with me and Anna, if you don't mind. And then she motions for the other people to leave, and they do so without any hesitation. And they all begin to start filing out the door. And there's a couple minutes as they're like talk talking to each other, and then they. As they... Sorry, go ahead. As they mm -hmm. leave, Kavitu say, "Um, the man downstairs, um." I cannot remember his name. Uh, here's my phone. I'm so sorry. I just could not have it out of my sight. But I want to give my respect in your privacy. So here's my phone. Hmm. Again, she she takes it and uh, very with ec very economical movements and just kind of holds on to it for a second. She says, whenever my subordinates tell you to do something, you should not be in the habit of refusing. Oh, I assure you, it was just because we didn't know who you were at the time. And now we do, and we wouldn't act in that way again. But we... Very well. <laughs> she sticks it in her pocket. And, um... Or, well, she checks to see if it's on. And then she puts it in her pocket. And then, um... She she kind of looks at the paper again and she says, Well, it seems like we are having a problem. Um, do you know anything about a group called First Light? Would I know anything about First Light? Um, you three have heard uh, some kind of like rumors and lore about there's people in like the CIA in the FBI who are basically aware of the existence of vampires and are trying to get rid of them. So there's like a secret agency within the secret agencies that are working on like paranormal threats. And uh, they're part of something called the Second Inquisition. Um, would I know... And that is... Oops, sorry. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, finish your... Oh, that's like the human effort to get rid of vampires or to fight against the vampires. It's called the Second Inquisition. 
I think one of my former students, uh, Mulder, went joined that group. <laughs> Would I know uh, anything about the group because of my father? Um, sounds like something he'd be yeah. into. Yeah, definitely. You've heard of him. Um, no, I haven't heard of anything about the group. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, um, unfortunately, some of the kind have decided that they are going to try to get rid of us. I can assure you that as long as the Camarilla is still around, they will never be successful. So, we need to find out who these men are that were there at the hotel and who they're reporting to and how they became aware of some of our secrets. About this ruby thing, that's probably the first thing we should talk about. Um, unfortunately, there are still some Sabbat around the world. And one of their most prominent, um, how you say, soldiers, I guess, if you want to call her that, is uh, making her rounds through the Pacific Northwest. And many people are saying that she's soon to arrive here or that she might be already here. In fact, um, there was something that I was going to dispatch Anna to investigate, but now that you three are here, I might be able to use Anna elsewhere and you three to look into it. Does that sound interesting to you? Incredibly interesting. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I... the... mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go finish uh, my prints. Ah, in the Crimson Manor's neighborhood. There's been a murder of a couple named Jose and Veronica Rodriguez. Normally, we wouldn't care. We take victims every night. But um, there's something about the brutality of this murder that um, raises a few eyebrows and makes us think that it, it might be Ruby who's involved. Uh, but isn't that in an... Uh, Anarch territory, which is not good for us, and I'll like look at Anna. Definitely not ideal. That is why, well, Anna uh, kind of takes the lead, and she's like, that is why you must be very careful when you head over there. Good to Got any... not make your presence known. There you go. Got any pointers? <laughs> Just don't make your presence known? Yeah. I should hope you don't um, need to need anyone to teach you how to oh, sneak around. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. That, no, no. I'm just making sure they can't read us for something that we don't know they could read us on. I've been uh, sneaking around for quite some time. Uh, it's probably the the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> good. Now, there is another thing. Um, there's a person, if you want to call him that, named Malachi. Um, 
in recent days we suspected that he started to work uh, with with the second inquisition and sell them our secrets i suspect that this is why those people were there at the hotel tonight i'm betting that malachi has something to do with it is a malachi kindred yes he's a nosferatu very ugly uh, creature if <laughs> Do we have to talk to him? Hmm. Do we just email? I'm sorry, <laughs> I just... It makes me a little ill thinking of such. My apologies. The choice is yours. You can investigate the murder at Crimson Manors, or you can head down to the sewers and try to find Malachi. Whichever uh, one you don't do, I will dispatch Anna. Well, um, since Anna is a, a higher ranking than us, uh, should we uh, have her decide, my prince? Or Oh, please, you're my guest. Oh, um... Besides, you need a test. Um, can you're first well. test in my um, Can we discuss this and get back to you, or do we have to make a decision right now? Please feel free to take a moment. Great. Um, I would much prefer to do the murder. Oh, you not don't do the yeah. murder, but investigate the murder. Oh yeah, your your I clothes. I do not do dirty or ugly. Um. Yeah, that's fine. I might like, <laughs> the fuck out if I have to do that. So it may be better if we do the murder. I just want you to be performing optimally and so if that's getting out of the dirt and grime then so be it that's awesome let's go with that yeah uh, i agree uh your boots are or your shoes are really nice so i wouldn't want to get them in sewage so uh our prince uh we've decided okay she kind of steps back into the area uh murder it is <laughs> all right well, you have, you still have plenty of hours left in the night. Shouldn't take you longer than an hour to drive to the Crimson Manor's area. Here is the address of the Rod Rodriguez house. Um, she hands you a, like a little printed out piece of paper with like a, <laughs> with a little uh, typed up directions on it. That sounds great. Are we gonna roll up in our Rolls Royce? You mean my my car? <laughs> it is not ours, but yes. Once we are out of the um, of the lovely Chase Tower, I will turn back my phone on and contact my driver. Um, okay. So she hands you your phone back, and then you see uh, Anna stirring. And she says, My prince, shouldn't we send them to the museum instead? And you see a little flash of anger on the prince's uh, face. And then she, she collects herself and then she says, mm, Do you really think that we should trust them with that? And... Uh, <laughs> 
And then they kind of just don't say anything more and just look at you, <laughs> wait for you to do something or say something. Uh, if you see um, Connor, he's looking a little bit disappointed because he really likes museums. <laughs> um, we will head to the um, Mad Dog place as, um, as quickly as possible to investigate. Um, it was so lovely to meet you, my prince. Um, your penthouse is absolutely gorgeous. If you are ever thinking of decorating, I would be happy to assist. Um, although this place needs no improvement. She nods to you and smiles and says, Good luck. Be sure to keep Anna in the loop. Call her uh, and... Yes. and does she have yes, a business card? Do we have a number or something that we can reach out on? Yeah. Um, a vampire Anna Instagram. <laughs> Anna steps forward and um, she says, I'm going to give you my number, but make sure that if we text each other, um, don't describe any of your actual activities in texts. Does that make sense? Code. We got it. Call. Mm -hmm. Just call me instead. And uh, make sure that nobody hears you when you call. Nobody's around. Uh, you got it. Alright. So you guys go back in the elevator, back downstairs. It's another um, long drop in the elevator the night crew guy gives you your phones back and then the door opens up and you're back in the rain for a minute as the driver Henry rolls back up to the front is it always raining in the city I feel like it should have at least like we are died. In the yeah it'd be like that out here uh, I'm, I'm from um, out east so uh, I guess I'm just as a, as a as am I. I am not. I'm not a big fan of this damp weather. I can't wear much of my nice shoes because it is so close. Yeah. It's like the I'm the sure. London of the the West Coast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you hear Henry say, "All right, where to now?" Um, Doozy Maldog. Uh, we'll hand him the piece what? of paper. Yep. <laughs> Uh, just follow these directions. Oh, we have to put on new towels, huh? Uh, yes, of course you do. Oh, I apologize, I almost sat down. I almost sat down. <laughs> I'm glad it was almost. <laughs> <laughs> so more towels come out, and the seats get covered. Ah, <laughs> uh, warm, just like last time. The seats and the towels. <laughs> all right so if you look over at the map <clears throat> you guys are on that page right mm -hmm. yeah you see that there's quite a drive ahead of you um do you want to stop in any of these other places saint couture red redwood heights uh or do you want to just go straight to the crimson manors just you, go straight there do you see where that is yes Yes. Okay. Going out west. Maybe we can uh, load up at Saint Couture and, and get some good weapons and ready for this a little more prepared. 
Um, I'm not sure that Zenka is a woman. Please. I was told I mean... by Eugene prior that it is a good place to shop. On the front end, but on the back end is where you get the weapons. Uh, I do need a new pair of shoes. These ones are wet now, so I will need a new pair of DB ton shoes. Ooh, I bet they have a, a matching accessory for it there, too. Oh, yes, maybe a dagger or so? We're, we're BSing, but is this within the realm of what we can do? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, and. Um, so, Henry takes you over. So, you head kind of west um, in the downtown area, and the first thing that you notice as you enter this Saint-Couture area is that everything becomes incredibly upscale. Um, everything looks really nice, Everything like everything's well lit. Mm. There's um, all these like beautiful kind of white Christmas light type things hanging in the trees, and um, there's still plenty of people kind of walking around shopping at night, even though it's raining. There's still just people out um, either having drinks or um, stopping by different fashion houses. And um, Henry just kind of stops the car and wait for you, waits for you to get out on this. There's like a kind of a main boulevard where all the shops are. Is he like standing outside the car waiting for us? No, he just unlocks okay. the door. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't have very much money to uh, shop. Um, but I oh, will fine. definitely look around. Whatever you need, I will charge it to my card. It's fine. I, I just don't have a way to pay you back, so I won't. Yeah, that's just fine. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, thank you. Um, you put the towel on in my car, you are fine. <laughs> I, that's not much of it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, if you didn't put the towel on, then I would have had you buy a new Rolls Royce. So you saved me the money of not having to buy a new car, so I can use that <laughs> to buy you weapons. You see? Uh, yes. Yes. Very uh, sound. It is logical. Um, is it? Is there any shops open that we would find what we're looking for? Uh, do you know Connor? Like you you some... teach in the city, right? Yeah, I, I can. I know a few places, and I know a few underground places. If you know what I mean, uh, behind I don't know uh, this fancy shopping center. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a side alley and not many people see the door but it's there it's very much there just no one in public seems to think it's an open store that's all I got <laughs> alright we'll call that uh, uh, Moon Shadow Lane is the name of the shopping center Eat. and um, there is a kind of an alley where you can step inside and there is a green door um, that seems to be like the secret entrance. But before you can get to that door, you notice that there is a man who is stumbling around in the alley. And he comes up to you three. And he looks like he's inebriated. And uh, he's holding a beer bottle. And um, he just kind of approaches you guys. and But then he gets closer and closer. And when he's right next to you, he's like, Hey! Who the fuck are you guys? What are you doing? Oh, it's just me. I'm Mr. Con Fitzgerald over at the school. 
Uh, I'm just looking to go shopping, and I have my friends here to join me. How are you doing uh, tonight, good sir? Teacher, huh? None of my teachers ever liked me. Well, have they your teachers ever drank over. with you? And he pulls out, <laughs> like, a, a, a little whiskey flask. Okay. He's charismatic. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Do you drink the whiskey? Is there whiskey in there? Uh, I drink it uh, not very often. I usually just carry it around for these kind of occasions where I'm running into okay. drunk <laughs> people. Are you going to drink it now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, make a rouse check. You're going to do something called blush of life. This is when you pretend to be a human, essentially. Because normally you wouldn't drink any Ooh, liquids yeah. other than blood. So what is it I'm clicking? Under hunger. On your... Oh, okay. Yeah. Rouse check. One. Rouse check. Oh. Failed. Ooh. And vomit when profusely. You... <laughs> Eat. It's um, safe. Watch this. No, it, it works. It works. You're able to do it, but as soon as the whiskey, you feel like you're about to vomit, but as soon as it kind of enters your system, the first thing that you feel is that your um, hunger is increasing. The Your desire to kill this man is, incre is increasing the longer you stand in front of him. He's like, hey, all right, buddy, can I swig of that? Yeah, absolutely. His eyes turn to like sharky kind of like snake eyes, like George Bush looking at the sun eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so he's, he's kind of eyeballing him, feeling the, the attraction to, to kind of like feeling it in his energy, his aura to kind of like want to attack this guy. But he's kind of holding back, but he feels that drive. You see the man grab the whiskey and he drinks from it greedily and drains all the whiskey that's left inside. And he says, <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's okay, uh, champ. You did a, a great job of finishing that. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I yeah, hope you I enjoyed did. it. It was a really good scotch. Whiskey, yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Where are you going now? Who are you? What are you doing? Oh, we're just going down the alley a little bit. Going to go down to a back room. <laughs> uh, one of my friends works at, at one of the stores back here. Okay, all right. All right, I'll, I guess I'll be moving on then. Absolutely, it'd probably you be guys... best, he says under his breath. <laughs> you notice that um, he has kind of, he, he has a suit, but it's very disheveled. He's got the tie like loose. He looks like he's been standing in the rain for a long time. And uh, he begins to leave. Do you what? other two do anything? Uh, what color is his suit? Uh, it's brown. Yeah. It's like kind of a dated 70s looking suit. And he had no issue with the, the alcohol. No, he just downed it. I'll walk into the alleyway. Okay. What about Kavita? Um, does he look like he has money? <laughs> um, you're not sure, so make a um. Let 
Make a wits plus awareness roll. What is the um the difficulty? Oh, uh one. Ooh, nice. Dang. Oh, nice. Okay. What is the bottom die? That's my hunger That's... die. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So that would have been bad if I had failed those, right? Mm, yeah. I got a critical mm. fail on my hunger die? Okay. It would have been bad. <laughs> you guys have been close a couple times. <laughs> um... He he definitely looks like he has maybe like at most twenty bucks on him. Oh, in various, okay. And she's like, just gonna leave him. Yeah. Then she's just gonna walk past him. Oh, okay. <laughs> when when you walk past, he's like, ah, pretty. And then <laughs> and then he stumbles out into the street. <laughs> well, that was a nice compliment. <laughs> You think he was talking to y'all? Uh, he looked right at Kavita as he said it, so I'd assume so. I just assumed it was about me. Weird. Well, you are also pretty, Connor. Um, Thank you. We're all pretty, I think. Maybe he was talking to all of us. Maybe. <laughs> we are all pretty. Bit. I am gorgeous. There is some sort of difference, you know? Oh, it's yes. not that much of a compliment. Um, let's go get weapons. What? You want to shoot someone? Yeah, let me lead you. I guess while we're uh, doing this, uh, we should talk about maybe what strengths we all have. Um, I'm not very combative, so I don't know what weapons can help me, but uh, I'm very uh, sneaky, I'd say. Um, not in a way for this long, just mostly by myself. I am, I am too. Not... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, I am not. I do not fight. Fighting is ugly. Um, I can talk my way out of most com places and situations, but I do not fight. Maybe I can throw something. I just do not want to like get out onto my nails. I got them done yesterday. Well, this is a peculiar situation because I myself am not the most fighting type. I mean, I can. Do some be a little brawly at best, but for the most part, I'm not really a fighter either. So we might have to work on this diplomatically. But then we are sent to kill something. So how do we kill something diplomatically? We're not. We are not sent to kill We're something. In, yeah. We are sent to investigate oh, a murder. The people are right. already dead. We are fine. That's right. Yes. We okay, look at the situation. If someone comes by, we say we 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 are the police. We are just looking at things. Um, <laughs> So it's agreed but that least, any trouble, we try to run? No, not to run. Talk out. Running is uh, also ugly. Uh. <laughs> he looks down at his like loafers. Like, yeah, I guess these aren't really meant for running. I am wearing six, six inches. I am not running anywhere. <laughs> um, so is he like six foot two or something? With the heels on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave most of the talking uh, to you, you both. Um, 
I I did was working on a engineering degree, so I have a little bit of experience with tinkering and, and things like that. Um, so maybe I can make something uh, when we go in and buy stuff. I can get some inspiration. Yes, that would be helpful. If you are sneaky or so, you can help us to blend into the shadows or know the right place to hide. If uh, our social skills do not prove to be as feasible as we would hope. Sounds good. Perfect. Yeah. All right, let's head so, on. For the sake of brevity, here's what you can get. You can get a melee weapon, which is something small and light, like brass knuckles, or something heavy, like a baton, a club, a tire iron. Or you can get um, kind of range weapons, like a crossbow, um, a pistol, a shotgun, rifle, that type of thing. Like your standard guns doesn't have to be a specific one um or you can get something that's like heavier like a big 12 gauge shotgun or a big samurai sword or a bronze sword or whatever basically tell me what you're thinking and you can pretty much uh, purchase it i was thinking like some small daggers to like throw at people from far okay. away <laughs> Alright. And I was thinking Something stuff like, like Dragnet, like a shoe that has a knife that comes out of it, or a watch that has a knife come out of it, or like a hair tie that has a knife, you know, come, knife out come out of it. A hair tie that has a knife coming out of it. How are you concealing the knife and the hair tie? The really elaborate hair tie. <laughs> You'll have to see my friend Q for that. Um, let's see. Yeah, I... That would probably be about the same. That's possible. Especially in a place that's like a fashion house. I guess they have like a hybrid. Cool Gucci shoes or Louis Vuitton shoes that have knives in them. Dang. Um, Arsenal <laughs> brand. Or the... <laughs> yes, this is the um, militarized uh, line of the Gucci, I think the Prada ones are actually better. The Gucci ones make it hard to run in, like if we have to do that, mm -hmm. they're uncomfortable. So if you want to be like, I know, so I see you had loafers that have tight holes in them. So maybe you want something that's more comfortable. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I could go for the Gucci, you know, salt brand or something. Again, not Gucci, Prada. The Gucci ones are uncomfortable. Oh, Prada. Prada, sorry. I, yes. I know a lot. I don't know a lot about that. I can tell the history of a lot of these places and, you know, that you shouldn't shop at. But, yeah, uh, I don't really know the, the, the good brand. <laughs> yeah, I'd assume that your uh, teacher's salary wouldn't be great for these luxurious items. I mean, I got these on sale at Penny's, you know? <laughs> That's nice. Kavita uh, almost like throws up in a mouth. <laughs> the S word. <laughs> I'm trying um, to think of where on the character sheet you're gonna write your weapons. Um, I would guess under advantages, maybe weapons. But um, I feel like this is a good place to stop. Indeed. You guys kind of gear up, and we'll talk, you know, off offline about 
how to what bring... what your different weapons are. Yeah. yeah. And how to bring in yeah. Brandon. Yeah. yeah. That's a good good point. Maybe he's yeah. the weapon stealer. It's a, exactly. There's all kinds of openness to things. <laughs> yep. Uh, miss Brandon tonight, but um, got a little introduction going. I don't think Brandon missed um, too many important things except, mi- except meeting the prince. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to assume he's uh, already met the prince. Yeah, maybe he'll be more like established. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Absolutely, um, I enjoyed running it. We can uh, go do our outros now. So uh, I have been your storyteller. My name is Chris. You can follow me at Chris Gamble thirty seven on Instagram if you'd like to, and uh, go to RavensRealmTabletop.com. It has all of our links to our podcast on Apple and Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Twitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin. Okay, yeah. you can check out the music, the theme song I am releasing right now as we're talking and now it is published for the... Mm-hmm. Vampire the Masquerade theme song that I've written. Uh, you can catch all the other theme songs and this one at uh, bandlab.com slash mixushi3. I've also released a new album back in uh, April, I think, and totally go see it. You can just look up Project Born on Spotify or Pandora or wherever else. I think I have two more singles or releases coming up in the next few months, too. But yeah, uh, definitely make sure to check out the music there and you can yeah, just listen to it, support how you can, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay, to Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I play Levana, uh, and you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ballandry. Uh, I guess that leaves me. Um, I'm Kai, I've been playing Kevita. Um, if you want to find me anywhere, I'm on Twitter. At catch it with two D's, I almost forgot my Twitter username. Um yeah, that's Twitter dot com slash kitchen. Sorry, I'm I'm still, out of it. still doing Twitter. She's <laughs> <laughs> still hanging on. No Twitter. other things. Only Twitter. Only Twitter. <laughs> I'm trying to get on Blue Sky, but I think that's also a disaster. So What is Blue whatever. Sky? It's yeah. it's the platform created by the original Jack that created Twitter, he sold the company, created his own platform, but it's in beta, so it's currently like invite only to get in and it's like uh, a list and stuff hmm. because Twitter is truly a shit show. Like, <laughs> I say it's a shit show every week, it's really bad now. So, it's not like Meta is any better, and I, I never even update my Instagram. I don't know what else to play. Well, Twitter is now like X. Like, Twitter's not, yeah. like, they renamed the company to X. Like, all of these companies are going insane. They ran so, out of ideas, it sounds yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk just changed it to, like, letters, just like he named his child, so. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I think we got that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. <laughs>
Make sure to like and subscribe our server. The Discord server is the most important thing here because that's where you, the fans, can go and listen to or play your own Dungeons and Dragons campaign or other campaigns. We have like things happening every single night. We have uh, monthly big old battle royales and stuff like that. Um, some of us are involved, not me as much, but them. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. They do an awesome job. If, if you're ever just curious about uh, getting into Dungeons & Dragons, this is a very open-minded, friendly server. Um, it's not toxic at all from what I've seen. And so far, any toxicity is kind of like, doesn't really fit, you know? And Brandon started a great West Marches thing that is, we've, we're calling it Raven's Marches. And it's... Uh, not D&D, it's Worlds Without Number, so it's really fun and different, and he's done a really good job on it, it's, it's really cool, it's worth checking out the Discord for it. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you players for playing, and Storyteller for storytelling. We'll see y'all later. Bye stream. Bye. Bye see y'all. We love y'all.